0: Welcome back to the watch list. It's time to dive into today's economic data, CPI, jobless claims, much to discuss. Joining me right now, Nick Tell, CEO, Armory Group and Patrick Kellenberger, COO Best Recruiting. Thank you both for being with us. So, we are seeing still a very hot print on the CPI, gentlemen. I mean, let's start off, Patrick, with you. As you look at, uh, for example, the year-over-year up 8.2%, and 0.4% was more than the estimates, so still very hot inflation. What's going on here, do you think, Patrick?
1: Um, yeah, so at BEDS, we're working with over 500 of, of the top tech clients at a time. And although in tech, we're not seeing that, or well, we've already seen that large inflation over the last three, four, or, or over the last year, year and a half of about 30%, kind of far outpacing what we're seeing in, as an uh, in inflation over the rest of, of the economy. Um, but what we're seeing right now is, is that those mid-market enterprise companies have really hit a precipice. Uh, I think they've tried to hold off on layoffs as long as possible. Um, but with Q3 earnings probably gonna be misses based on the conversations we've had with a lot of our clients, um, we think that the layoff the layoff trend is going to continue, which should, or what is going to continue, which should start to curb that inflation.
0: Yeah, and so that's, and these are intertwined so closely. Um, Nick, as you see inflation, and you know that's the Fed's main focus these days is to tame inflation. The question now is becoming, can the Fed tame inflation?
2: Uh, they can, but it's going to be pretty draconian for them to be able to do it. Uh, the way I'm looking at the, uh, the inflation report, it's more the core that I'm concerned about than the, than the headline number, because the core Kind of set a record and it's really driven by rents uh housing medic, medic you know uh, cost of medicine and medicare so i think what you've got is systemic inflation that's driving the inflation rate right now that will take time to work its way through because rents as we know are, are hopefully starting to turn over but they're still very elevated and will really keep the inflation levels much higher than what the feds going on so they're going to have to decide is 2% realistic, if it is, they're going to have to be really draconian because they can't control roughly 50% of the uh, core CPI. They're going to have to drive the rest pretty negative.
0: Yeah, the core number up 0.6 percent versus the estimate of 0.4 percent, and the year-over-year up 6.6 percent, as you said. Um, That being said, Patrick, part of the story here will be that we'll have higher unemployment. And as you take a look, um, how quickly can that happen? Because we know that their goals for mid-next year are very evident, too.
1: Yeah, like like I mentioned, I think that this that's going to happen this quarter. I think we're gonna see um those jobless claims rise pretty dramatically uh in the tech sector, uh which we cover. Uh so I think we're gonna see that that increase. I know of a, a couple of major tech players already going through the secret layoffs right now. Um and it's purely based on that that slowdown and those key three misses that 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 we think are coming. Um but that said. Well, on the other side of that coin, uh, over 200 startups we've worked with over the last quarter are hiring. And it's what we're seeing is that early stage startup is where the investment is still and the hiring growth is. But those larger companies we are, we are seeing and, and do, do forecast that that unemployment will rise um, pretty dramatically in Q4.
0: And so they're hiring, you know, I start to wonder about wage growth, and that's something that we always look for in the prints. And the monthly numbers, labor force participation um, rate, those are some of the things that we break down. Nick, as we take a look at this group, you mentioned the increased margin pressure that we're seeing these companies are facing. We had the PPI and the CPI. Tell me a little bit about that and if there's any reprieve ahead. Well,
2: I think, you know, the PPI has come off its highs, which is good news. And so before, when we talked about that, historically, what we've seen earlier in the years, the PPI was higher than the CPI, which really resulted in significant margin pressure. What I think you're seeing right now is the PPI has come down relative to its highs, but at the same time, it's still showing pretty resilient inflation at the supply side, despite some of the uh, relief that we're seeing in the supply chain economics. And so what we're still seeing, that's my point, is that here, the inflation is being driven still by a pretty resilient uh ppi although down you've got the rents you've got medicine you've got transportation you have a very resilient cpi uh, despite Fed's action and they're going to have no choice but to really significantly raise rates to really start having an impact on this and hopefully unemployment will start uh ratcheting up but um it's a pretty light tight table, labor force right now and so it seems yeah. to be absorbing anything right now so it's it's I think we're well into next year before we're going to start seeing inflation get anywhere near significantly lower than four or five percent.
0: And, you know, we see we're concerned about recession. I mean, and that is an honest conversation to be had. People are tightening their wallets. We're seeing some spending just habits change, some not. And so, um, Patrick, you were talking about some of the clients and and not being able to reach the hiring goals, and it'll be probably even harder for them next year, right?
1: Yeah, I think at this point everybody's looking at 2023 as that point in which they're they're really ramping back up that hiring, trying to get to those goals. But because you know again we do think that layoff, that that next you know downturn, that next set of layoffs is coming right now. Um, it's going to be even harder for them to to build back next year to continue that growth that that we've all come to love in tech.
0: Tell me about wage growth, um, Patrick. Where, how much is we see employers looking for great help to do great jobs. Um, but em- employees, potential employees have a list of uh, caveats and things and perks that they would like in addition to probably higher wages.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is still a candidate market. Uh, this is still a talent market in which the talent has the, the, the power. That is, you know, for wages, we're not seeing wages decline at all across tech. Again, up 30% year over year in the, in the technology sector we work in. Um, so we've seen just a ton of growth there. Nothing's really coming down and they have control over remote work, in office, benefits what they're looking for, when they're looking for it. Uh, and, and we don't expect that to change, You know, even for the next couple of years, even if we did go into a recession, there are so, there's so much growth within tech, so much growth within the market um, that there just isn't a labor force to fill in the, and backfill in those roles.
0: Yeah, and what's your final piece of advice, Nick, here with all the market volatility and all the economic prints that we've been seeing, some varying?
2: Uh, invest in uh, short-term treasuries right now because you can get 35 almost 4% uh, at 90-day treasuries. I don't see you can get 1% for the balance of this year anywhere else at this point in time. I think there's real risks to the equity markets and the debt markets. And so it's time to be a bit defensive. And, uh, and see things play out over the next 90 to 120 days.
0: Yeah, understood. Nick Tell of the Armory Group, CEO Armory Group, thank you so much. And Patrick Kellenberger, a CEO of Betts Recruiting. Nice to see you both. Thank you.